Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I am your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, and it is, what date is it? It is the 24th of May. It is a Tuesday. I am sitting on a hot rock overlooking, is this the River Lee or the ocean? Both. Both. The Both, ri- actually, yeah. It's where the River Lee meets the... Um, the ocean. The ocean. <laughs> so there's a smell of shit. <laughs> uh, we're down in Passage. We're on a kind of a, ro- a rocky beach. It is a beautiful day. Um, I am with uh, a gorgeous human being who I'm going to bring on to the, st- to the stage there now in a moment. I'm feeling great. I'm full of energy. Um, I am just loving life at the moment good old form i'm in great form i can see it man i'm vibing as i as as i say recently Uh, a lot of my habits um it's it's all it's all correlating with the 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 habits that i'm keeping at the moment when i'm out of my bad when i'm out of my good habits um my bad habits habits emerge and take over so um i'm just going to try and continue to to, to, to fast and to exercise and to meditate and to try and eat um a non uh a non-toxic uh, amount of food. I've been eating to- a lot of toxic food. I, I, still, I still eat toxic food. Mm. I still eat pizza. Like I can't. I can never stay away from pizza. But in general, I'm trying to be careful what I put into my body, and um, I am definitely feeling the benefits of it over the last few weeks. So uh, I'm feeling good. It's the start of the summer. Um, as I said, I'm down here in Passage West. I'm going to bring on today's guest. Uh, he is enigmatic. Ah, oh, love it. Intelligent. Of course. Loyal. Oh, I don't like loyal. You're loyal, man. You're a loyalist. <laughs> <You're> a loyalist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like loyal. I'm staunch, actually. You're a fucking a staunch loyalist, Staunch man. friend. <laughs> <laughs> loving. One of the most loving people that I know. Um, hilarious. Definitely one of the most funniest people. I love hanging around with this guy. Always makes me laugh. And uh, extremely talented. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, the inevitable Tig Hickey. Con, that is the second lovely introduction you've given me in about a week, I'd say. Um, we did a podcast together there recently live, which was a great experience. Live at the Coco. And uh, you brought me on by, I think you actually just summed up me by saying that I was a very intelligent uh, comedian. Which <laughs> you love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> because what that does for me then is it creates this lovely buffer. You know, I don't have to be funny. Once I'm coming up crosses loquacious... Um, <laughs> <laughs> then my job is done, you know. Like you don't have to think I'm funny. I just want you to go away thinking Think you're loquacious. One smart guy. It's like, <laughs> one smart ass there. I tell you what, he's a fucking smart guy. <laughs> and I suppose the irony is, I'm not smart at all. Do you know what I mean? I can tie a couple of sentences together, but uh, intelligence is a is a kind of a How'd it's, you it's a white church, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm just I I'm just seem to be around people who are practically smart at the moment, and I would put my smarts uh, in context by being around people that are very practically able mm. um, myself and the bold Dominic McHale there now when we lived together for what felt certainly like 10, 20 years <laughs> um, used to have this, a version of this conversation a lot where I think he's a big IQ guy and I think IQ serves a function but 
There's people that have got street smarts. There's people who are just, pra- you know, extremely well able with their hands and able to figure things out. They mightn't necessarily do wonderfully in aptitude tests or whatever. Um, I feel like I am decent at stringing sentences together. And sometimes those sentences can be funny. Yeah. And I'm not downplaying what I'm doing at all, but it's like to go around thinking that you're smart uh, because, you know, you can string a couple of sentences sentences together wasn't very helpful for me in my life. Mm. Well, <laughs> it's just I my mean, experience. It's just my empiricism. You're, you're, you're hearing a wife beater in shorts on a fucking Tuesday, man. There's no one disagreeing with you. And I have never in my life yet hit a wife. <laughs> not yet. Not no. yet. Well, you've never no. been married. No, no, no. Um, but you're, you're down. You're down. You're yeah. I I actually totally get what you're thinking because I I agree with that point. I think there's street smarts. I think there's emotional intelligence. I think emotional intelligence. Mm. If I was to be gifted one of the intelligences, I would like to have. The most one is is I for emotional intelligence because I I think you'll get on better in this life if you're intelligent yeah. to be able to recognize uh, you know vibes people's feelings um, uh, you know you walk into a room and you can kind of get straight away you'll get what what's going on in there just by a feeling yeah but um, you can be really useful as well I think extremely with that. useful yeah. and it's undervalued like it's like I, I know we're talking to Dom there now and, and and Dom won't mind us saying this but he he definitely loves the. Or, or would put that on the pedestal, the IQ, like the book smart, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of carry on, yeah. which you have as well. You've you you were in oh, UCC. I love books, man. I love books. No, but but um, yeah, but it's it's not like you're not saying it's one or the other. I think it's like it's it, it sometimes you're either kind of described as woke. I think if you're trying to say that these things are a broad church, or you're a kind of a fundamentalist IQ guy. You know, yeah. there's no seem, there doesn't seem to be any kind of nuance anymore or whatever, you know. I, I suppose what I'm saying in long-winded ways, I watched a man paint a wall yesterday. I won't name the guy, but the way he did it. Now, the, see... Oh, I love this. You know what I mean? No, but like... I know where you're coming with Do you with know what song. I mean? Like, I know. These are extra... Like, do you ever feel like I'm walking around the world sometimes going... Um, and by the way, now I'm not making myself out to be, you know, some sort of brilliant, ancient kind of Nietzschean mind or anything. But because, you know, you might be able to hold down a conversation with somebody, some would say, oh, so-and-so might be smart or whatever. But I'm looking at a guy who's like smart with with a lot of utility to it yesterday. Mm. Like the way in which like he painted the room and cleaned up after himself and prepared the wall before it was painted. I am quiet, quietly in awe yeah. at the way that he did it, you know. Yeah. Um, I love a man like I love watching a man at his craft. <laughs> same, same, same. I fucking I am I not because I can't because I admire that like it's same there now. If I saw someone putting together some like Noel is the man of the house at yeah. home, like yeah, yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. I, but like you know, t- someone to be able to a cabinet maker. I remember growing up and some of my friends were becoming cabinet makers. I was like, sure, who's buying cabinets? <laughs> Yeah, and, how you know, and how do you make them? Do you know, like? And like, and like, why would you want to? Like, yeah. but like, then you'd see some of their work, and they'd be like, just it's, but it's it's not it's not appreciated now. No, like even like I, I I've talked in this podcast about we're trying to get a plumber for like four or five months at home. Eventually, we got a plumber, but like the most in de- like if I was yeah. as in demand as a comedian as that plumber was, I'd be fucking loaded. Absolutely. And and actually, I think what I'm getting at is like in the circles I moved in, and maybe it was just my circles, but the circles I moved in, in particularly in UCC and kind of getting into the theatre world when I was in my early 20s, there was just this little veneer of sneer towards the working man. As particularly yeah. people who were at, not so much plumbers and whatnot, more people who were in kind of nine to five jobs, any, anybody that wasn't kind of in the arts or didn't yeah. have like massive aspirations of being um, maybe famous or a successful businessman or whatnot. Um, 
I think it can be a kind of predominantly kind of middle class thing. But anyway, I did think that that was kind of hovering around the kind of perspective on people who were in so-called ordinary jobs. But the older I get, actually, the more fascinated, like you are, I am by people who are just fucking good at what they do, no yeah. matter what it is. And I think just, just something struck me there now worth saying is that, like, I'm passionately going back into learning Irish at the moment, right? And one of the big reasons for that is, like, I, I want to reconnect with my past like my country's past because it can also be our future and it's part of my i know the word heritage has been kind of commandeered in a not so pleasant way these days but days but heritage is important but in one generation i've lost my link to the past because my father was an extraordinarily capable man like a really practical man like and i am a pity what did your dad do he did everything like i mean he worked in fords at the height of fords being like the number one place to work in Cork like in the 80, in the late, late 70s early 80s but after he left he was like you know he built our extension at home on his own um, you know he did the garden from start to finish he built sheds uh, he was just anything he turned his hand no I don't think he was like a master craftsman and kind of anything he was just well able you know I, I'll tell you and I that admire that so much Con I am so with you there man um and there's fucking plenty of women doing it too. There's, Don't get me wrong. There's plenty like, of women doing it as well. There's but, but women who are so well able compared to me. Like, well, my wife is more able than I am at at, at, at those. I call them kind of, um, you know, like they're just they're just like I'm literally not able to do those types of tasks. Like I will. Like, are you though? Are like, you not able though? Do you know what? Because I wonder about myself at I, times. I probably am right, but I'm not able to summon up enough. Want in you me. don't care enough. I just don't care enough <laughs> that's about. It. That's it. That's me anyway. It's you know? like if traditionally I haven't cared enough. If the IKEA stuff is in the box, right? Yeah. I'd be like, can we sit on the box? Do you know? Yeah. I know we we'll take it out, <laughs> and we can make a chair out of it. But look, could we just sit on the box? <laughs> that sounds and nice. It does sound nice. Do you know? And like so you having a little picnic on the box? <laughs> on the box. I can picture it. Do you know? And like, uh, it's just. But, uh, but I, I, my dad, right? And my dad is still around, right? Um, and I love him and he's he's a great dad and he's a brilliant and unbelievable car salesman you will not yeah. find a more empathetic in tune switched on someone will walk into the yard and he'll go I know what car they'll buy yeah yeah and he'll be able to master show his like, craft, like. master his craft yeah. but I, I never saw him wash a plate in my life right right see my father did then right he did everything like I never saw him so I was like I never saw him cut the lawn I never saw like so you did see that I, ha- right. I haven't seen that so I don't have which you I don't have any desire to do that so I am in so awe but I, when you ask me there could you do it I've never been shown how to do it yeah. you know that kind of way but well, I, I suspect I could but you'd be well able I'd say yeah. that's the thing like I definitely and I'm going to just speak for myself here now I have found myself in scenarios where I have either told myself or I've told the world that sorry I can't do this right but then left my own devices like if I had to pick no I'm not saying I would do anywhere near the job that that young man did in my house yesterday but if I had to paint my own wall you right and I to be honest I probably should have now I'm quite busy with work at the moment the stuff going on that we'll get into which is wonderful and you'd be busy like you'd yeah. be busy enough but, we're, but like painting a wall like I mean I should have that skill you probably do you and probably, I probably do have that skill you probably do you probably could but you touched on something there you have to co- in our lives in everyone's life 
you have to prioritize yeah. and you have to compartmentalize That's true. and if you wanted to, to if you wanted to save yourself 200 quid or 300 quid or 400 quid you could have done that job but then what you did yesterday wouldn't be done and, then and I got him for 100 and you so got him for 100 yeah so it was great What's his number <laughs> and he's actually brilliant oh. and I will give you his number actually I do want his number yeah um, well it's another gig there now hopefully for there that you young man but um but yeah, yeah, I just, th- I just think it's interesting, and like, it's not to denigrate what he's doing then, because I'm not saying like, oh, I'll do that. It's not that thing. I know that he's superb at what he's doing. It's just like you hit the nail on the head there earlier. Like, you didn't want it enough, really, and that's what it comes down to. I mean, anything that I, like, I'm 40 now, right? Anything I have. Wow. Thanks, man. And it's un- Are you saying it now? The complexion is unreal. Well, I'm 38, but I say I'm 40 <laughs> with you to play the game. Um, but anything I haven't picked up at this stage, no, really, like, I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, you know, and like, that's why when I went back to do Irish there recently, I could feel the desire to go back and do Irish slipping through my fingers. Like, I, if I don't do this now, it's going to be a hobby horse. And there's nothing wrong with a hobby horse, but I'll be tipping away with it in my 70s and 80s if I live that long. How are you, what are you doing? I've done a course with Gael Cultor. They're absolutely amazing. Highly recommend them. Big shout out. They kindly invite me to do a course uh, with them. And that was it. No strings attached at all. Because um, I think they're just encouraging people who are probably maybe a little bit vocal on the internet to uh, just get back in the game and there's low. I mean there seems to be this kind of weird thing where everyone's kind of going back to it at, at a similar time mm. I have to say man I'm f- like and to go back doing it as well when like we all had experience in school where it just felt like it was just kind of rote learning and the, there was kind of something kind of mean spirited about it or something I and hated Irish yeah. so much and I did too like I'd, and yet I, I loved history and I just couldn't yeah. connect the two but or I whatever, don't think you know? it was taught properly to no, us it was no, never it taught with love it was never taught like it was just taught as you said like like Peg is a great example of it like yeah. I mean no, like no disrespect to Peg no like she was a wonderful woman and all that kind of carry on never but met like, her that's like why can't we have contemporary stories you never met her <laughs> great crack great that was a kind of a work a day gag I just <laughs> threw in you know but I've spoken to people on that course it was actually really poignant man there was there was a, a guy I would say no he was actually he said that he was in his 70s on the course and he said that when he learned Irish at school it was like it was the, the aggression and the violence was yeah. built into it like if you didn't know he said also I mean I'm, I'm just quoting him now I'm not saying this is a fact whatever but he was like we didn't really actually understand how to teach it either like mm. there was no there was no uh, what would you say um, the pedagogy for how to actually do it like it was what new to us what does pedagogy mean? Um, kind of learning learning methods or learning okay. skills or whatever like, oh man I'd be very You've very book smart <laughs> like yeah yeah I'm actually re- and actually just to shout out there to if anyone's call reading this podcast um, pedagogy <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a book called Pedagogy of the Oppressed which Sully and Dom take the piss out of me regularly for because they, they see it as my kind of mantra for, for oppressed peoples everywhere and effectively it is but um but what was I saying there now? Oh yeah, so he was so kind of system saying, pedagogy is a system of learning is it? Of learning yeah. exactly it's okay. education based like um and he was kind of saying that wasn't in place and then what we got instead was a frustration with the, the teachers not being able to teach it properly uh, and this kind of violence then built into it with, associated with the, the Catholic Church or whatnot. but this man was saying like that he was having a beautiful time on this Zoom class learning with us like, and I was like thinking that the whole way along but when he named it I was like oh man this is reclaiming the language because you're reclaiming it on your terms like you know um, So um, how long are you into this course? Is it done? Uh, it's done now, but I'm I'm going back over the course materials so that I can step up. So what I love about it is that like there's a kind of a roadmap. I can go again now and do the next level. So I'm at like uh, intermediate, lower or something level, and there's like three or four levels to go to before you'd be even remotely kind of confident of holding regular conversations, like you know. And um, 
what is this just a kind of a lifetime kind of a vibe for you you always wanted I've always wanted to yeah. do a con and it, 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 it you know what I know we're going to touch on this later there was a lot of things in my life that I would have loved to have done and they weren't always like ambition based you know they weren't like I have to be a big comic whatever like my goals in life when I was in my early 20s if I was on a bar stool or a party or a gaff somewhere the stuff going on in my head a lot of the time would be like I'd love to fucking go swimming I'd love to be able to swim like can you swim I've learned how to swim in the last probably 18 months I'd say yeah. Um, and Irish was a big thing there I was just like I fucking love Ireland as you know well like. they get one life like and people get yeah. preoccupied with their 9 to 5 and then they have to come home and have their dinner and watch their soaps and you know 5 days a week and then at the weekends take the kids to soccer and take them to GA and then maybe go for out for a, b- a bite to eat with the wife and Sunday then you watch a match and then you repeat that there's always other stuff there's to be doing there's loads of other stuff yeah, we're, yeah. On a, we're literally sitting on rocks like looking out over the fucking sea you know talking into microphones you know like there's people our age they're sailing boats there's people fighting wars our age yeah there's, peop- yeah. there's people ruling countries our age dying there's people dying our yeah, age yeah like we were talking about a friend of ours earlier yeah yeah um, Billy Anderson comedian friend of um, a friend of all of, of all comedy in Ireland uh, passed away in a car crash there a couple of years ago and uh, we were just brought him up we were talking in your house earlier on just talking about some stories about him like and he's gone now he's gone and you were smiling ear to ear uh, reflecting on something yeah. that he, he had done or whatever I just thought that was uh, it was profound when it was framed with this guy has actually passed away yeah. and, and he had such a, an effect on you in that moment anyway and you know the you thing know. the thing with Billy as well right and like this guy lit up every room he went in. Yeah, so I hear, yeah. He's mad energy. <laughs> yeah. And he's he was my age, a little bit younger than me, maybe one or two years younger than me. And kids my age, had, had a kid same age as Dylan. And and um, he was just going through what I'm going through in my life, trying to be a comic, facing these walls. How am I going to get over this wall? I'm going <laughs> to go under it. I'm going to try and smash it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, 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 like yeah. Uh, some people don't get beyond some walls, you know? Yeah, and yeah. We, we were jumping over the walls together and... And and then he was in a car accident, and like suddenly he's gone. Yeah. And that's that's how precious life is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes, so that's why I, when I'm asking you these questions, I just I just think that's so cool. You're gone back. You're you're you learned how to swim. I know now you might think that's a kind of an old simple thing if you're listening at home, or especially if you've learned when you were younger. But like my mom can't swim, and she has a fear, and she tried to swim for years. She went for lessons for years and years, and she still can't swim. She couldn't overcome her fear, but she tried, and then she just got to a stage where she was like, "No, I'm not going to try anymore. It's gone." But you, you did that, and that must be a great a f- a f- feeling to be able to swim now. It's you know? unbelievable, Con. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I know, like, swimming is it, great. It's, it's I don't <laughs> swim a lot. I'm going to go for a swim tomorrow. We're near oh, the sea. Let's man, swimming is unbelievable, like, you yeah. know, but it, like, it was right there available to me all the time as well. I think that's what makes it so, and I mean, yeah, I was actually, because I'm writing something at the moment and someone was saying, like, you know, the editor was kind of saying, um, you know, try and clarify why this is special because, a lot of people will have things that they want to do and they may or may not reach them but there's something unique I think about maybe somebody who's had mental health issues um, or particularly addiction which I suppose I would understand a bit more even though they're fucking one and the same anyway but you kind of tend to write yourself off an awful lot in addiction like you kind of go you know you might be on the bar still saying I'm going to do this that and the other but then the next morning you wake up and you kind of go fucking Conor McGregor's in your head like and he's going you know you'll do fucking nothing like. yeah. so when you actually do jump over that wall then or to to 
maybe bolster the analogy a little bit, jump in that lake, the feeling by it is unbelievable because yeah. it's not just the thing in itself, it's about what it represents. Yeah. It represents that actually you're not full of shit. Actually, you're not just surviving, but you're doing these things that you wanted to do, you know? I could paint a wall. I could put. I can take that fucking equipment out of the box and make this chair. I don't have to sit in the box. <laughs> I can swim. Pleasant as it is. <laughs> Pleasant and all. And <laughs> unnecessary. It's unnecessary for us to put this together. This is a perfect box. I just love you, right? <laughs> With an Ikea picnic table, like... <laughs> You're sitting on the, on the unopened Or having a picnic on that picnic on table, yeah. <laughs> um, but but it's true, and it's like you like I I I love this conversation now because I I'm all about this. I think you know putting these walls in front of her. Like, I can't do that now. Sure, I can't do that. Like there's a comedian now, right? Um, and he listens to this podcast, and he's a patron on this podcast, and I love him. Harry Hussey's his name, right? Yeah, love him too. And he's wildly smart guy. Is that actually what? Very a smart. Guy. If, if you're looking for loquacious, look yep. him up, guys. And he's look. I'm looking at some birds over here. If he was here, he's a he's a professional bird watcher. He'd Big be able bird to guy. Tell us all what those yeah. birds are. But he messaged me during lockdown, and I and he's a little older than me, and I like to kind of playfully mock that uh, when when we're uh, on stage that I'm not the youngest uh, <laughs> comedian here. In, in Is that why you got him in? I got him in, yeah, to just to bring the age down <laughs> to make me to make me uh, <laughs> seem younger. You're the young mistress now, like. But he, he said to me one day, he goes, I, he goes, I like you know my time, my I'm. My time is gone, you know, I, I should have done it when I was younger. I was like, man, your time is now. Rubbish. And he's, I see him and he's, he's, he's doing the open mics and he's, he's a resident in the Coco now. He's been on a few pro shows and he's getting better and he's yeah, working at the yeah. craft. And something that, like sometimes, and you probably get this, people come up to me and they're being really high jobs, like fucking solicitors, lawyers, judges, police and you know uh, entrepreneurs and really big jobs and they come up and they go I don't know how you do it <laughs> yeah, 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 and I'm looking at them and I'm like I don't know how you do what you yeah, do exactly, you know? exactly that goes back to what I was saying at yeah. the start yeah yeah so it's like with you with swimming and with Harry with comedy and with anyone who's listening to this podcast who's thinking of doing something just fucking do it and I would say there if you want to do it enough just do it yeah <laughs> if you don't want to do it don't do it you know what I mean because I, I made a big speech about my father there earlier right <laughs> but like the chances of me going and building an extension of my house now I don't want it enough God. but you could paint you could paint a room if, if you if you wanted to the next time around a ro- and the room needed to be painted and if it was in your head enough you could probably do that yeah but like I don't think I'll ever paint my rooms like you know but like if there is something that you want to to do that you've harboured for a while yeah, yeah. like the Irish language is a good one like really is but, but I suppose that's what that's why it sprang to mind the Irish language because I wanted that enough but I could still make so so one of the reasons for going back to Irish and I kind of repeat myself now is that like I want to reconnect with my ancestry and I want I want to be able to speak my mother tongue like because mm. anybody who's worth their salt like banging on about being you know passionate about Ireland and wanting to see for instance the reunification of the country and stuff I think you need to be able to literally talk the talk as well. I agree. Um, I completely agree with that point, actually. And I think it's it's incumbent uh, on people who are, you know, kind of shouting about it online to be able to support the movement and then actually speak the language as well, you know? But I suppose what I was just saying there as well is that, like, I've let go of a lot of other aspects of my my heritage as well, which would be, like, the ability to to do a bit around the house, (laughs) you know, which is what my father was expert at, like. Do you know what I'm doing, which is kind of on the same ilk as that is, I'm growing, we grew potatoes last year, and this year we're growing potatoes again. that's nice, yeah, yeah. And we're growing onions and garlic 
and every day I'm out there and I'm just doing a little bit little bit of weeding. That's on my list. And I'm just and last last year we made soup with the spu- with the spuds and the boys loved it. Oh, and nice. I'll tell you something, man. Put your hands into the soil and pull a potato. There's nothing more fucking Irish than pulling yeah. a spud out of out of the earth. But if you could do it off scale as well, if you and were if commentating you like, on it oh, like Oh Tashikon yeah. <laughs> What's the Irish for spud? <laughs> Prati. That's it. I couldn't do any more. Um, <laughs> but like it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful <laughs> growing your own food as well. So Yeah. But anyway. yeah, your your point is rock solid. Do the stuff that you really want to do. Do like, it. Just do it, guys. Absolutely. Trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. So I have three trending topics and uh, the first one is hashtag leaving cert. Oh wow! Are people doing their leaving? It's on today, I think. My That's God! What it's trending today, anyway. My God! Yeah. Jeez, that passed me by completely. When did you do your leaving? Uh, what year? Oh, fucking give me the age away again now. I suppose you my. You said you're forty, mate. I'm thirty-eight. <laughs> um, I did my junior cert in ninety-eight, so two thousand and one. Two thousand one. Yeah, I, I somehow remember the junior cert more. Oh, that's because I had a crick in my neck, so I had cream, which was this kind of noxious kind of. Yeah, but it was like it was like a bit yellow. Oh. Um, and I was in a lot of pain for English paper one, but <laughs> still got an A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, did you see that fucking wall over there, boy? <laughs> no, I, d- I didn't do particularly well in, I in, in most, a lot of, most of the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I was talking so eloquently in the background as he was doing it, like, oh, man. Uh, do you remember your leaving cert? I do, I do. Um, Is it a big deal? Do you think it's a big deal now? Again, I think it's one of those things that is artificially and has always artificially been way too much of a big deal. Yeah. Like, I remember the weight on my shoulders. I probably created a lot myself. Um, now my father had actually passed away in leaving cert as well so it was like a frenetic weird difficult challenging year and I focused on doing well in the exams as a means of kind of going okay I'm going to like park this now and kind of I'll do well here and then the family will be happy and that will be a distraction for them kind of thing so it was all that built into it for me as well but I do remember in the build up going like kind of failing here is not an option like I definitely feel like in that period the, they didn't do enough to, to kind of show you that it'd be great for you to do well like and knuckle down but you're not dead like if you don't and I, and from what I can gather because I have a daughter who's not long out of leaving cert that level of pressure hasn't subsided significantly at all no. in, in my experience and I think I would be arrogant enough to say in her experience as well yeah. um, and it's a, I think it's tragic because Ireland has all these weird arbitrarily kind of created pressures for young people there's a bang of the Catholic Church still off it. There's a kind of a bang of moral good and wrong, a kind of a Manichaean thing. Like the good boys are over here, they're doing well, and the good girls, and over here, then these fuck ups, like, and they yeah. can just kind of die on a beach, like, drinking We're cans. We're talking about lads on the trades. Like, I know, like, some, exactly. of, the, s- some, lad, some of my friends dropped out of school at 14, 15 to do a trade, and they're, like, living in six bedroom fucking houses <laughs> on 40 acre estates you know with 20 wives can I tell you a very quick story on <laughs> that that may not be true <laughs> no, I'll tell you a very quick story on that guy I was good buddies with in school we we kind of knocked around together and he's very funny and he was a tradesman type and he had no interest in, in exams or whatever I did I was trying to be a good boy I got a good leave insert I went to college I got a I, I did English and philosophy I mean an arts degree is not incredibly difficult to get into but I did a good degree I got very good results um, I think it stands to you today as well, though, Tyke. I think ah, yeah, your look, education it, yeah, I think fits into the stuff you're writing and, yeah. and whatnot. But I, I, I thought foolishly um, that maybe that would give me some sort of natural route into making a, a career earlier, earlier than it certainly has, right? And I remember, like, I was just out of college and I put up a post on Facebook on, "Oh, my bike's been robbed!" Like, you know, my bicycle has been robbed. Uh, does anyone have a spare bike? And this buddy of mine 
uh, who, used, who used to go to school with. Now, we were out of school maybe three, four, or five years, like, said, uh, oh, I have a spare bike at home, like, I think you can have it, like. So I went up to his gaff to get the bike, got the bus, about two or three buses, and, like, he was living in an unbelievably beautiful gaff, like, <laughs> you know, like, maybe it's, like, five, six years after school, he had a lovely partner, kids, there was a three, four bedroom house and there was two cars in the driveway and he pulled this piece of shit bike out of, this, out of the shed and I cycled my sorry ass home and I was like, and I think I would have been one of the great, you know, <laughs> career hopes in that year, like, you know, at one point, like, and I just thought, and I, I even at the time found it amusing, you know, I was like, because I don't think... The two buses is what gets me, two well, buses out, out like, to the burbs. Possibly two or three buses. <laughs> <laughs> to <the> suburban <laughs> utopia, like you know, leafy um, greens. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I think we both acknowledged, like that perhaps he'd made the more correct <laughs> choices after all. But you know what, man? I did, did, these these are the choices for success, for monetary success. Yeah, exactly. I I do think that any decision that I've made in terms of with comedy, um, f- from a creative point of view, has never been come from a monetary point of view no, do you know what I mean no. you're writing or even with yourself you write about what you know what you find funny you write like I write mostly about my, my life like, yeah. and my life yeah, is yeah. My, my life on paper isn't that interesting I'm a married man with a mortgage and two two kids one with special needs you know yeah um and, and I write mostly about 18th to 19th century colonialism and you know a lot of it doesn't land yeah but we've both we've both got our passions for we've, it and it's it's passion is the word <laughs> passion is the word um that's uh, oh hashtag the Pope what? Yeah. Why is he? Tra- I don't know. Why I never go in and check. Trending? I never, I never, I never check because I think it's interesting. If you if you check, you're kind of coming in with, him, okay. with information. Okay. So what? So, so the Pope. Who is the Pope? But can I just gently push back? The thing if I don't know why he's trending. I'm trending. trending. I then feel I can't respond to the trend. But no, but that's fine. Uh, oh, well, I suppose. Like I mean, if you're going to be looking at this forensically, <laughs> if you're going to be a critic, you know, you're probably Everyone's go- a you're, critic, you're going to be able to. Pope holes on it <laughs> Definitely Everyone's a critic uh, What's the Pope's name? The Pope's name Oh that's a good one I, The last one that I Kind of felt any Kind of understanding for Was John the Polish Paul. lad Yeah uh, There was the Ratzinger lad Yeah This guy is called there Would was it be Benedict. Francis? Is it Francis? Could be Francis maybe Yeah Franny I, I think he's like I could be totally wrong here now But I think he's kind of Making moves towards A little bit more Kind of peace and love Towards LGBTQ plus And stuff is he That's such that a totally strange wrong? move By the Catholic Church Isn't it To go towards peace and love But isn't The Catholic <laughs> Church though Like The word of God Going towards peace and love It's really It's a bold move by them I think I've got a good segue actually Because I don't know much About the Pope But I was at my Beautiful Godson's uh, Confirmation Ah communion yeah. On uh, Finn yeah. yeah on Saturday And I have to say now So I walked in kind of going like they're at it again like the, it's the same stuff like the structure of the mass hasn't <laughs> changed much the priest I would say lacks charisma he's singing along <laughs> in the middle of the mass he hasn't a note in his head I mean if we are celebrating God here I'm not sure we've picked the most able servants to do it you know what I mean? he has like, a note in his head it's like you're at a gig like <laughs> like I would give this gig 2 out of 10 like it was poor now the venue is amazing no crowd work <laughs> the stained glass was a lovely time doing all old stuff old testament stuff <laughs> heard it before mate do some writing um, but half it through I was like look at the boys they were singing it now you can say this is indoctrination as well I'm, in fact I'm not sure how I feel about it I haven't formulated the thought but the kids looked like they were having a good time there was something about the community of it they were singing together some kids would go up and do prayers of the faithful and they like there was these two lads they were kind of screaming um, some refrain about Jesus but they really wanted to be heard so they were like deep into the mic and they were shouting and the whole church was laughing it was very good it was very yeah. charming um, and then they come out of the church, they go in town, they make a few quid, 
<laughs> it's a good day. It's out. a good day for them. <laughs> good day out. And I'm in no way trying to minimize the uh, <laughs> unspeakable horror of the Catholic Church's legacy in this country. But I, I don't know the final figure. But it, it was a pretty penny. Like, was it over a G? Oh, it's easily like, like, like they make over a grand. Oh, now, like. easily. Like, Fucking Jesus, hell! Like, like you'd be disgusted if you didn't like. Like you, uh, you're he's got you're his uncle and godfather. Did you yeah. do to Trump a ton? I gave him between myself and uh, this is <laughs> off the record now, guys. Don't quote me on this. Between <laughs> well, myself and like, uh, one hundred and twenty quid, mate. Whoa. 120 quid But we're big spenders You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean I saved a fortune With the and painting And an old bike That you had <laughs> hanging around The house for years There you go Finn <laughs> But uh, My final word On the Pope Would be uh, the, the, the lack Of motion Towards evolving In any way From that institution Is both terrifying And fascinating to me mm. Like I expected I can't remember Last time I went to Mass I thought I was going to Walk in the door And there'd be the potential For like Oh I wonder Are they mixing it up a bit Like you know Because from what I can gather they're on their last legs like we can't get new priests and yet there's no new ideas yeah. like and I, I, I wouldn't go as strong to say as I admire it in a way but the doubling tripling and quadrupling up I think they're out in their own with that stuff like it's fascinating yeah yeah um, yeah my boys are yet to to, to get into that and into what are you going to do um I think you use the word community there, and I th- and I and I think that's what I look at it as. It is a community thing. They're all there with their pals. Yeah. Um, they're all all the families get to mix for a short space. Where else is that going to happen? Do you know? And yeah. wh- you know it, it, it. But so I'm involved with the guy as well, and half the half the people don't play guy. Some people play soccer. Right. Some people do athletics. Some people do drama. Okay. Where this is where the whole community come together. Now, I d- totally get the indoctrined. Uh, point yeah. and I totally get that like Irish Catholicism has a filthy disgusting path, past yeah. but there is a lot of good in the past as well there's a lot of good lot yeah of, for some you know for, yeah yeah, you know, yeah. But like um, I suppose I, I'm not a, I'm not a Catholic I'm I, like I suppose I am I'm a lapsed Catholic I'm I, 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 I'm agnostic I'm a spiritual person I believe in in, in vibes yeah um, <laughs> but like Just to say I don't think that's going to be enough for God on the day for God yeah like as in if you die and you're yeah. like in some version of heaven and you go oh I believe in something yeah I can't see that well I don't believe in heaven anyway okay so be- you're going to get there and the first thing you're going to say is I don't believe yeah, in any this of this this doesn't exist God okay because I'll be there at the top of Where's the queue going Jim I believe Martin. in all of you Allah <laughs> everything I, I always believe here's my Quran <laughs> <laughs> I always had it in my back pocket I was telling them for years <laughs> mate. I, I believe all this <laughs> <laughs> but my final word on that topic is I, again, we might get to it, hopefully. I may be about to bring a new life, just me on my own, by the way. I may be about to give birth to a new human. I am with child. And uh, am I going to back up? Like, if I send them to a a communion and a christening and all these kind of things, like, am I going to go to mass? Then I'm not. So that's a tough one, isn't it? Well, I tell you now, it's No easy answer, like. It's interesting, because Harvey now is at home reciting, like, prayers. Right. And he's oh, like, uh, he's, all, he's all about death at the moment. He goes, um, <laughs> he said to me the other day, when do you think you're going to pass away? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to pass away, Harvey. For, for a window. Like. For, a good t- for a good 40 or 50 years, I said. Right, okay. And how old will I be then? Yeah. And, oh. and you know that, that Jesus passed away on the, ch- on the cross. And he's like, he's coming, oh. out, he's coming out with these like profound nuggets oh my God. in a, a child voice. And I'm thinking to myself, what's he learning here? And I'm trying to fi- figure out what's, what's he learning. So he's learning the story of Christ. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, but is he learning about love? And I, I hope do, so. And I, I, he is. I hope so. Yeah, he yeah, is. yeah. He is. And that's and so I live in a country where Catholicism is in our DNA, 
and is inbred into us or, <laughs> or bred into us from a young age. <laughs> um, Freud. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> but I, I, I don't see massive badness in it. Do I trust the Catholic Church? I definitely don't trust them the way they were would have been trusted implicitly in the past. Yeah. But I'm not going to have Harry be up in a fucking an altar boy or any that kind of carry on. And I think for a community and yeah. for his friends and with his school, I think there'd be there'd be it'd be worse to stand up to your teacher and go, yeah, that no, we don't believe in that there now. I, I agree with you, and I'll tell you one very very quick thing. Like with my daughter, by the time she came to confirmation age, she was like, well, I don't believe in God, and I was absolutely. Uh, encouraged by her honesty and critical thinking I actually do believe in God for what it's worth but she went away and thought about it and she was like I don't believe in this God anyway I don't believe in the Catholic Church God so I'm actually I, I don't want to do and she didn't do it in a kind of a you know glory again or I will survive kind of thing it wasn't a big dramatic thing yeah. she was just like I don't believe in any of this but so I don't want to do it 12, 12 yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's a very powerful statement for a 12 year old smart, girl like. smart kid again man a lot of reading do you believe in God? yeah so do you believe in like what God what type of what I don't believe what is in God? Um, I don't believe in uh, an interventionist kind of religious God I don't believe in an interventionist God nice great you great you <laughs> but I believe in um, I believe in a power greater than myself yeah I suppose is the way I would put it um, and it's, it's a real belief so like I was playfully commenting on your spiritual thing there like it's um, I, I'd be the same as yourself but it's it's not like you know when people say, I believe in something, I believe in so it's not that, like, it, it's very, even though it's kind of, it's hard to describe, it's also simultaneously clear to me what it is, because I can feel it inside yeah. myself or something, you know what I mean, and it's the key to me not dying as well of addiction, I think. Yeah, man, um, I, I, I actually, weirdly, get you know exactly what, I mean? what, you're, what you're saying there. Um, last one, hashtag Tesla. Is that a girl? Um, Tessie. Tesla O'Mahony. Uh, well, I wonder why that's trending now as well. I do think there could be could be some work done on that. But um, Elon Musk invented the Tesla. Thing? Yeah, well, yeah. Tesla was a, originally Tesla was a scientist, wasn't he? I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you yeah, know about Tesla? No, nothing, nothing. No, I don't. The electronic cars. Oh, I know about the cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's back great to the kind of thing, isn't it? Where <laughs> <laughs> I ask people, they have no idea what it is. I used to try and come up with a bit of a conversation. Also, why is it trending? Yeah, yeah. Yet it's kind of working quite well. We're quite fluid about it. it, it so, it, like it's, it sparks conversation. <laughs> it sparks nonsense conversation <laughs> because if you had some sort of an idea there, you'd be off telling me. Well, that's you know, true. That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. It's like Nikola Tesla is where I would go with that. Now he was, and, and he. Um, I was with I, her. I, I, I was with her for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she, well, she was a man. No, like you know that. Died in nineteen. Yeah, Nikola. She kept that quiet. Nikola. Nikola. All right, okay, I'm going to get into That concludes trending topics for Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. i got a few questions for you. Um, how long are we in this? I can't even see this because we're outside, but I feel we're talking a half I'll an hour. Check, I'll check for you, and I think it's only fair to check. It is, no, it is now 1.56. And you're... About 15 minutes? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, okay. Like. Uh, hi, Tig. Hi, Con. <laughs> is that number one? No, but you've an older daughter. You've an older daughter. You were talking nope. about her there. Um, tell me... an elderly daughter. An elderly daughter. <laughs> <laughs> how was it how was it for you raising a daughter in your early, was it your early 20s how old she were you? was uh, how old was she I, when you were I was 20 when she was conceived I think I was yeah. the same with Dylan yeah 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 21 yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was a yeah. father you I, might be, I might be 20 21 yeah how did um, that how did you get on well I'd have to straight away um, respond to the raising part of the question by saying that her mother largely raised her yeah. I would say that like we lived together for the first few years and then after that I was uh, at times quite an active 
but always um, from afar parent a little bit because I just didn't live with her. You know what I mean? That's that's like the day to day stuff. I think is kind of perhaps where it's won and lost. I think really like in the in the the groundwork of parenting. I think and I wasn't part of that, but I did see her all the all the time. So I just given you a kind of a context of her or whatever. But to bring up a daughter with my like at the time I was an extremely and I'm not saying this in a self flagellatory way at all. I was an extremely self obsessed person. Like I was in my early twenties. I thought the world owed me something. I was caught up in total addiction very early on and um i was a party boy like you know yeah. I was, it's a bit of a gammy phrase but like i was the quintessential talking shit at the party wikipedia quoting nietzsche like not going to my philosophy lectures drinking cans taking yolks chasing other people's girlfriends that was my life <laughs> you know what i mean and like i was quite happy with that life no wonder you never learned to swim <laughs> you were flat out what's <laughs> up the walls man how no, did you paint the fucking wall if, man if, in those circumstances if other people's girlfriends were out swimming I would have jumped in like <laughs> but um but uh, so I was very self now I have to say like she was a bolt of of kind of um of humanity and snapping me out of my bullshit like she could have saved you she you probably know? did you she know? probably did so it's it's do you know what the further I get as well there's no one fucking story it's not like I was a bad dad you know because I think they say in CBT as well like there are kind of no bad dads like there's everyone's in the middle there's no good dads there's no bad dads so like some dads have been around from the very get go man and all the way through they're at, and they're the fucking worst absolutely in the world. Do you know absolutely what I mean? yeah yeah you yeah know? you were there for your daughter you did your best for your daughter under you were also going through your own stuff your old man passed away you said earlier on you yeah know? and then you're battling drinking drug addiction and have a small kid on top of it yeah you know you're a fucking it's great that you've come out of it like you know? yeah and it, I I think I got the, there was outbreaks of fathering the whole way through it that really? I think that were quite effective have you, you know? any nice memory from like like where you were kind of like you and oh man I've got I've give got, me a nice memory I've got so many in fact I'm going to plug my book at this point. Please plug your stuff book. stuff is in a book that's called uh, A Portrait of the Piss Artist as a Young Man, which is going to be on pre-sale, actually, hopefully from tomorrow. Oh, um, wow. But it's out in September, the book. Is out, and it's just like a funny, hopefully funny, but a time sad if kind of... If you give of, me the uh, link for that, I'll put it on the bio for this oh, so that thanks, people can man. come in and, um, and buy the book on pre-sale. I'd love that. And please buy the book, guys, because Ty Thank is a, an artist. He's writing a book. He's a comedian. He's a playwright. He's an actor. He's a voiceover artist. He does it all. And it's like, it's hard. And... For him to be doing this and putting it out there, do you know how much is the book? Um, that's a good question. Actually, I know it's like it's probably probably about ten or twelve. No, that's euros. a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's two for one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you get book. one of Dostoevsky's with it as well. You, you know, throw in a Dostoevsky uh, with it, <laughs> and, and to throw in one of those books, like <laughs> no, that's good value, guys. You're getting Dostoevsky like, and Hickey. <laughs> Crime and Punishment's a bit of a tome, like. Um, but no, I'll give you one story from it. Right? Um, it's it's more kind of a memory than anything else than a than a fathering story. But it was like I remember taking her away for the first time to uh, Galway. So it was a big deal to take her like out of Cork, like you know. And I was fucking really excited about it. And I was going through a period now where because I'd be on and off it the whole time. Like it was not like it was a constantly in addiction. I was kind of like a pick it up and put it back down type of guy. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. I'm just giving you context. So I could go through months and at some periods even kind of maybe a year or so where I wouldn't be drinking at all. And in those periods, I probably would be, you know, on paper anyway, pretty good dad, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I took her took her away. For the f- I remember for the first time, it was two of us uh, going away together. And uh, on the way up, I was really kind of selling it hard that like, she could do anything she wanted on this trip, like, within reason, because it was her trip, like, you know. And we went to the beach, um, I think, the first night. And, like, I know everyone just thinks these, this about their kids, whatever, but she was just, like, the most... She had a little cherub 
head on her like you know she was an absolutely beautiful little child and um so we we're straight onto the beach anyway and she was like storming around the beach and like paddling and kind of like going for looking for little kind of crabs and stuff and having a crack and like do what you want do what you want so she was on the beach for like it was kind of starting to get a bit dark like you know so we we're like okay we're gonna have to go home and then all of a sudden she was just like yeah let's just go back to the because we were renting this kind of um hotel room whatever like and she was in one bed and i was in the other so we went back and all celtic were playing the away for cup match on the night as well so i was kind of trying to get her off to sleep um because i wanted to see the second half <laughs> now i'm having a beautiful time right but <laughs> but go to sleep but but then suddenly it was a bit like do you know what dad i think it's yeah i'm gonna go to sleep and i was like what is going on here like and i was like okay this is all worked out beautifully now because we've had a beautiful day i'm gonna get the last 15 minutes of the match unexpectedly this is amazing she turned off the light i washed off the sand off her obviously before she went to bed put on her nightie she brushed her teeth into the little bed i'm in one but we're like the father ted scene you know it's oh, like two, two little buddies like <laughs> and and that's what we were really more than anything else we were kind of buddies like and then um, too good to be true i had the telly i had the, the the volume down watching the telly and next thing like just heard dad and I'm like yeah it's like have we left the beach too soon <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. Like, I think we were there for you know, two or three hours or whatever, you know? And like, I just washed the sand off you for like half an hour, 45 minutes. And she was like, no, I just feel, you know, <laughs> I just think we, it was a bit like, you know, soon, like the way we left, whatever. There was nothing for any of it, the light back on, clothes back on, back to the beach, because like when I protested, she did remind me that I said, this weekend, and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> so we went back to the beach, and it's it always a memory that will just be kind of strong in my mind. That I was just like, I remember actually in that period, just kind of going, "This is great, man. This is a great human being." Like, and I'm part of the scene, like you know. Um, Unreal, man. Yeah. Unreal. That's beautiful. Um. Okay, so you're. I'm going to skip ahead here because some of these questions are the same, right? But so you're Jew, not yeah. not you, I'm Jew girl, but your partner. Yeah. The beautiful, kind, amazing Claire is uh, is due to have your baby. Uh, Twenty years is how old is your daughter now? Uh, she has turned nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen years after. So there's such symmetry between you and yeah, me. Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah, like, spooky, like, yeah. I'm I'm about five or six years older than you. Um, oh, easily. I have a ki- I had a kid when I was twenty, uh, twenty one, um, and then I started a family again when yeah. when I was in f- when I was forty. Like you know, so there's such symmetry. So I can f- I can see it like. Um, what does Claire mean to you, man? Like, I, I, I kind of find it hard to even conceive of a life without her in it, I suppose. You know, like, it, she's just, it's almost felt like she was always there um, before I kind of knew her as well or something. She's almost like this kind of presence or something that, like... As long as I know you, Claire is around. Yeah. As long as I know you. She's not the type of, like, when, when someone like Claire comes into your life, I think you probably you're not going to put that down again then you know yeah. what I mean like if it somehow has come onto your hand or something like she's like a little bird like if she's flown onto your hand like you need to snatch it and bring it home really you know um, because she just I don't know man it's it's. I mean you know it's very hard to describe what somebody who just has this effortless natural way of being with other human beings in the most kind generous supportive loving way you can imagine and that just like and I, I I'm not again being self-flagellatory when I say this. That when I first met her, I didn't have that stuff myself. I was so trapped in myself. I was so lost in myself. I was coming to the end of my drinking, and this fucking angel just walked into my life, like, and just started making it just that little bit easier. And it's not just I don't ever want to reduce it to the fact that you know she helps me out in the way that I help her out. I think you know we're mutually good for each other, but it's just like the spirit of somebody 
who you love, I suppose, and who loves you, and there's no games. Like, no there's games. no game playing. Oh, or that does it for me. Do you that, know? That, that does it for me, because Noel is the same. There was never, and there never is, no. any games. And by the way, just for me, the games were largely my fault in previous relationships. I thought it was Snap. a game, Con. I thought it was a game. I thought I had to win, yeah. or I thought I had to, to, to hurt or be hurt. Yeah. Tid. Or or what I what I would have had to do is I always felt I'd have to lie. Yeah. I'd lie. I'd I'd be I and I'd I'd do lies to make other people happy. Yes. And then I'd be unhappy because I'm doing stuff that I didn't want to do, which would manifest in later on in the relationship as resentment or you know, and this is just diff- different girlfriends I would have had down through yeah. the years and yeah. our relationships. But like with Noel, as as you're saying, that's what I can see in common is you know, there's just natural love and empathy and no games. No games. And I can be open with her as well to kind of go, like, at the at the moment I was talking to um, my painter buddy about it yesterday. I was like, I still, for me, have a selfish instinct. I, I'm probably one of these human beings you've been reading about. I feel we all have it to a certain extent, but definitely addicts. Uh, look, I'll speak for myself. I st- my first thought is often still about me, right? And that's the same as 20 years ago. But these days, I can kind of acknowledge it and actually talk about it with Claire, have a laugh about it, and then do the right thing. Mm. So at the moment, she needs a lot of support for me. Like, as my painter buddy said yesterday, I said, he said, what are you doing there now in the afternoon? I said, I'm actually bringing herself to the CUH because unexpectedly we went to the hospital yesterday at 2 o'clock. No, it was all totally fine. But, uh, and, and he goes to me because he gets me, like, he goes, I'm sure you've shit to be at. <laughs> 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 and that we were able to laugh about it and Claire was able to laugh about it because my first thought might be con it might be oh I have a book to get in here like Claire, was it, I don't know did you say this to me today or did Claire say it to me I think you would have said it you you woke up this morning you said, and like you're, she's due tomorrow now right and you turned to her and you said come here today's not all about you now <laughs> Because <laughs> sometimes you like we're in separate rooms at the moment, right? For, for reasons I won't go into, but uh, one of our snoring has got out of hand, <laughs> and uh, she wanders into my room in the morning, and like she's full on out with the whole bump thing, as you saw, like you know she's yeah. just about to pop, like she's beautifully pregnant. She's beautifully pregnant. She is actually she's beautifully beautifully pregnant, um, and she'd come into my room and she's just about to say something along the lines of, oh, you know could have slept a bit better or you know and I'm just like look love <laughs> we need we need to just rein in <laughs> the selfishness here now like because <laughs> it is not all about I have a book to get in <laughs> but Con we're able to laugh about it I'm able to laugh with you about it no, whereas back then I was, t- I was actually having these thoughts and I wasn't reality checking them at all well, self-awareness, do you know what, man? Self, there's a lot to be said for self-awareness. And I feel myself, I've only really developed proper... And I'm still developing. Of course, of I'm course. I'm still same, developing. Same, I'm not, yeah. My self-awareness over the last, I'm going to say, five, four or five years. And really much in the last 12 months where I'm like, I've kind of stood up for myself in scenarios. And yeah. I've backed myself and I, and I won't let... Um, yeah, I just, I just think, you know, being aware of how you're being... Um, I suppose in, in, in work I'm looking at now as well yeah, how yeah. you could be used and stuff like that of course and so you know uh, there's a lot to be to, to, to be said for it you know being aware of your feelings being aware of like when you said look I am a bit selfish or I'm a bit self-centered if you're like that for 25 or 30 or 40 years like that's not going to change absolutely yeah you've developed a little bit of self-awareness exactly you know yeah it's a we're all a fucking work in progress like yeah until we do it's like I remember a fella saying to me one time about we were talking about levels you know 
what what level is he at? He's at this level now. What level is? Oh yeah, but Tommy Turner's at that level. And I was like, the levels don't change. Like the levels never end. Like mm. the levels never end. You're only as fucking good as your last day. Like you and know. And you can sign up to the levels philosophy or not. Like that's optional. That's yeah. all arbitrary. They're just thoughts. They're ideas. They 100%. don't exist in reality at all. At all. Like you're uh, you're creating them for yourself as a barometer of fucking success. Yeah. Or we, we've been talking today about comedy where. We mightn't say have, I don't know, some aspects of what the level thing should indicate. But like, I'll just speak for you for for a moment now. Please. You're making a living out of comedy, opening up clubs, running clubs, doing your own set, doing corporate work. Like you're doing all the stuff that's very hard to do and you're creating it yourself. But someone else might look at you and go, hold on a second, I didn't realise he was at the level to do that. Mm. It's just a fiction of the mind like. And like, well, I, d- I definitely think with comedy as well, it's like the Wild West. There's no, there's yeah. no regulations. Like, there's no right yeah. or wrong way to do it. You either work, or you don't work. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah, and you can you can get by on look. Some people get by on look. Thank you. Some people get by on. And it's nice for it finally to be acknowledged. If you're look, if you if you if you're lucky and you're talented, then you're fucking laughing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but like you know, uh, but I enjoy the work. I love the work, man. We're sitting outside in the sunshine. Listening to the waves, those tiny waves crash off the the beach, and birds are chirping. Your Bjorn's about to give birth to your daughter. <laughs> like you're fucking, you know, it's great. Life yeah. is great. I finish up last. I'll finish on your tits. Sorry, I'll finish ah, on this. That's um, that's a little joke that I like to use. And on, it on goes. Stage. I can tell the the listeners it goes down a treat. It <laughs> oh. does though. It's a lander. It's a lander. I call it a lander. Um. So it's a double question, right? How has Ireland changed since you were first a dad? And what are you looking forward to now? What are you looking forward to as uh, a new dad? Cop-out answer to the first one. Ireland has changed radically and then not changed at all. You know, like on some strata, like we still have, you know, the RTEs of the world. We still have big institutions that don't uh, self-reflect or whatever. And they have kind of unelected. No, you can't really elect national broadcasters, I get the irony of what I'm saying, but we still have big, powerful, uh, centralised power in all aspects of Irish society uh, that hasn't changed at all since mm. I was a kid. On the other side, we have an under-17 Irish soccer team the other night being successful, playing good football with loads of mixed-race kids. I watched the first Love it last night. all day long. Yeah. Like That stuff just warms the cockles of my heart. Yeah. I think we've become... In a lot of aspects, a more open society, there's been significant referenda that we have passed in this country that I think we can be very, very proud of. Um, and on a personal note, my, my uh, probably not the thing that maybe got me interested in politics to begin with was um, the reunification of the country, which felt like a fanciful dream to me when I was first kind of looking at this stuff. Now looks like we could have a border poll realistically in a decade. That is dream come true for, for me, and I pe- think people who who interpret the, the, the north-south kind of thing in the same way would feel the same. Um, What's the second question again? And the second question is, what are you looking forward to as, uh, like, like 20 years ago you were a new dad. Yes, and oh you, yes. You were, di- you were obviously, you were in the same bones and skin and whatnot, meat suit that you have now. But like, you, you've got 20 years of experience, different experiences, you're wiser, you're more, you've lived more. What, like, what are you looking forward to that you didn't, even consider first time around I think hopefully I can sum it up quite well when I was actually talking to Claire about it in the run up I was kind of saying do you know like we said earlier sporadic outbreaks of quite good fathering and parenting I think fathering is probably incorrect because that sounds like I was going around getting loads of women knocked up which is not true at all um, I hope 
but parenting, sporadic outbreaks of parenting. And I think, you know, there was a lot of good stuff was done. Uh, but I was saying to Claire the other day, you know, I probably missed out on a lot as well, you know. Like, I didn't do a lot of things because I mentally wasn't there or whatever. And she said, um, looks like Quiva got enough though. You know, like, she, she Quiva's an amazing, absolutely amazing human being. And I couldn't even describe how proud I am to be even associated with her, let alone her father. I love her to bits, right? And her mother has done an extraordinary job with her. And I've played a nice little supporting role in that. That's the way I would look at it. Um, but, but Claire was kind of making the point, like, it's maybe just you who might have lost out because she, not that she didn't mm. lose out, don't get me wrong, but it, it would be an, almost an egotistical thing for me to dwell on the fact that like I missed out on moments with her, whereas the focus should really be on her. So I'm just looking forward to having a new uh, chance at it in a way oh, and yeah. to be a little bit more uh, consistently present mm. for those magic moments. Um, beautiful answer. I love it. Um, things that I love that I missed with because oh, your, yeah. your, your story is so parallel to mine I was a I, I was a, an absent father with Dylan as well for years I was around I was on the scene you know uh, but like yourself I was drinking and drugging and womanizing and um, you know I missed out on so much you yeah. know really I did and and I and I, I regret it but I still have a great relationship with Dylan he's a beautiful human and he's, yeah he is we go to all these matches and we've like came over there last week and we just uh, he came over there randomly last week Tuesday uh, the kids were dropped to school we pulled out the chessboard we had a game of chess cu- a couple of games of chess and like I'm so <laughs> grateful that he did that like and that yeah. we're at a stage now he's 25 that but what I'm, I'm digressing now but what I'm trying to say is little things that I really cherish making them breakfast <laughs> oh nice sitting down and listen to them waffling on about superheroes <laughs> as they're <laughs> stuffing waffles into their face I love when um, l- lately now Harvey's started to lie to get his way <laughs> you know um, like just to w- like no I don't think that program is on I think that's f- that program evaporated <laughs> he's <laughs> literally discovered lying yeah, right? he's discovered like the movie yeah, uh, yeah. like he um, for example last week uh, he pulled a sickie he, pu- he c- convinced us all that he was sick and then, uh, <laughs> then it was two o'clock. He was like, "I'm not actually even sick. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to stay at home." Um, Fair and, play to him. Like, and, like <laughs> we all laughed, and but then we obviously had to of teach course, him about that. Yeah. But like, I must have missed out on millions of those moments. Yeah. And I'll never get them back. Yeah. You know, and I'm just thankful and grateful that I have able to experience them again with with these boys. Mm. And. Um, I think when you, what you were saying there as well is like when Claire said you didn't, you know that you 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 did enough, and you probably did do enough, but now you're gonna get to see the mundane, and there's beauty in the mundane. Of course, there's beauty. There's such beauty in school runs, man. Affirmations. We're doing affirmations at school. The boys do their affirmations the same way as they're doing their learning yeah. their prayers now. <laughs> you know, you know, every day going to school. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm hilarious. Some kind. I know they'd be fighting each other to get to get the <laughs> affirmations. Who's doing them first? Like, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen, we've 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 meandered on, and uh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure, man. I loved it. Um, I'm gonna get that link off you. I'm gonna put it into the description here for this podcast. This podcast is coming out uh, next week as well, so give it to me today. And I just say, if anyone's listening and they have, they might have any question about being pointed in the right direction about recovery as well that feel free to they could anonymously send me a mail or anything like that or get someone else to do whatever like it's just my it's just info at com or twitter or whatever and what's your facebook um, page called Taikiki changed my life 
<laughs> it started off ironic, but as it turns out, I'm now changing lives. <laughs> Still can't get on RT though. Um, fuck RT. <laughs> Uh, I thought I'd end on a bum note. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I'm loving all the feedback I've been getting lately, and I, I, I sincerely really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you're liking the podcast, please like and subscribe and all that kind of carry on. Check out my YouTube channel. Check out all my channels. Uh, maybe share a story. If you're listening to it and, and, and you, you, you want to shout it out, share a story and tag me, and I will reshare it on my on my stories and then everybody will get to see it and we might get more people listening to the podcast and that's the ultimate aim uh, thank you so much to this uh, to this week's guest Mr. Ty Kiki thank you Ty thank you sir uh, talk to you next week guys stay in by the wall God bless Good night. <laughs>